Welcome to Bub Club, a horror movie podcast. On today's episode, we'll give you some poorly described movies, followed by our topic for today, best movies of 2020. Today's episode 20, and we are your hosts. I'm Brandon. I'm Lindsay. I'm Melanie. And I'm Josh. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been like two months. Crazy stuff happened. Josh got COVID. I did get yeah. COVID. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. 10 Good out time. of 10. I'd recommend <laughs> 10 it. 10 out of 10. I'd recommend <laughs> it. <laughs> we got robbed the day before Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah. Somebody took all of our credit cards and my ID and spent thousands of dollars. They got caught on Christmas morning, though. So which, that's a good present. Which was almost worth it in a weird way. If that sounds, you know, like if if my credit cards and my info, because I like basically helped uh, the cops find where they were staying because they put the they put their hotel charges on my card and then they went back to the hotel. So had they not stolen from me, they stole from a ton of people, the cops said. So had they not stolen from me and I like not called it in and said, and, and maybe somebody else would have found them too, but I'm just like, well, you know, I did my part. Like they're caught... There was really no damage. Did you press charges? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if they're listening, you suck. <laughs> you <laughs> suck hardcore. So we were planning to do a Christmas episode, but we couldn't get around to it. So very quickly, just, you know, for everyone's benefit, we're just going to suggest a Christmas movie to watch possibly next year. Or if you're one of those people that are like, Christmas isn't over yet, um, here's some for you. Starting with Josh. What do you got for us, Josh? Um, I have Rare Exports. Um, I forget what year it came out. It's a, is that a Polish horror movie? Is that a... I think I, it's Norwegian. Norwegian. I think. It's, it's great. A, it's, it's, uh, it's not... It's in and out of English and another language. Yeah, Finland. It's a Finnish. Finland, okay. Yeah, Finnish horror movie. Um, Christmas. And, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a fun one. Super fun. Um, probably one to watch with a group, maybe. Which, uh, a virtual group is what I'd recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're listening to this in the future. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's, then watch it with as many people as possible and sit really close together. Yeah. Two buttholes. Cough in each other's <laughs> mouths. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can. Uh, I'm going with the classic, man. Bob Clark's um, Black Christmas. The original. Mm. Very there's good. there's like an X Black yeah. Xmas and then there's a new one that came out I think this year. I never watched I never those. Watched I, I love the original so much, man. And it's the original's pretty creepy. It's also like as much as it is a horror movie, it's also that much of a Christmas movie. Yeah, like it feels very Christmassy, and I really enjoy that. And it's like it's one of those movies where like he's calling inside the house kind of thing, but it's one of the first iterations it's of like that. how that story like it helped spread that scary story around campfires yeah. and started the slasher genre too that's true yeah that and peeping tom were the the big ones that started it. uh and psycho mm. sure my recommendation came out in 2015 is a christmas horror story which is an anthology but it, it's kind of campy and a little bit cheesy but at the same time like I just love there's this reveal at the end in the in the wraparound story. There's just this really awesome reveal of what's going on and it's just like not something that you would expect and it just like kind of ties everything together and all of the all of the short stories are really are kind of fun. And it and it's to me it still was like a Christmas movie as well. 
Yeah, it has very a lot true. of Christmas elements in yeah. it. I, I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, that was one of those ones we got, and we it was like so surprising. I forgot about it, but I, I did really like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you got, Melanie? Krampus came out in 2015. Oh, so it's, I it's love evil Krampus. Santa. Yeah, and it's a very Christmas movie, too. This is so yeah. good. Christmas-y. This yeah. is one of those things that like they took so seriously, and it just worked so well for yeah. me. Uh, by the same guy that did uh, Trick or Treat. Yeah. Which is the same thing where you like take a, a holiday horror movie and... Do it as serious as possible. What it really like, I don't know that people like celebrated Krampus, like horror fans were like into Krampus as much as they were until this came out. Like this, yeah. like this, like raised Krampus true. to the next level. Because yeah, I reignited loved, the Krampus. Yeah, yeah, like to the point where like we wanted to get Krampus Christmas decorations this year. Mm-hmm. We didn't end up doing it, which was unfortunate. But some of the Halloween stores were selling Krampus stuff. I'm like, oh look, all of our Christmas decorations are right here because it, it still feels so Christmassy to me. Yeah, it does. All right, time for some horror babble. Yeah, well. Lindsay, you're up first. All right. Uh, I think Melanie might be the most excited for this. Uh, Hideo Kojima is reportedly working on a Silent Hill game for PS5. Yay! However, some of the rumors, I don't know too much about it, but some of the rumors are this will be a PS5 exclusive. Oh, no. And you can't get a goddamn PS5 anywhere these days. Yeah, I want yeah, a PlayStation sure 5 so bad. You'll be able to get one in a couple months. But one thing that really excites me about this, this news is I feel like um, I haven't like been excited for the release of a horror video game for a while. I feel like they haven't released no, horror video games like, in a while. They have. They have. They've they 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 just been have. off your radar, probably. Yeah, they've probably just yeah. been off my radar, but like... But this one's like a big one because Silent yeah, Hill, Silent if I recall, deal. was like a really cool video game. It's, I and love it. I can't imagine like, you know, like a modern like PS5 new it's graphics. Be awesome. Be probably, probably pretty terrifying. Yeah. So. The the independent video game scene has released a, a couple really good yeah. horror video games. Uh, I just miss like they were doing so many good ones like Fatal Frame, and I wish they would like. Oh, Fatal Frame is my favorite, but yeah. I'm excited for Silent Hill. Yeah, Silent Hill is one of the only movie adaptations of a video game that I actually thought was pretty neat. Pretty cool, because yeah. and I think it's a lot because of the the creatures and stuff in it were so unique and really original neat, yeah. and kind of cre- like creepy as hell. Someone that with the pyramid head, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're telling me you don't like the Resident Evil movies? I don't. <laughs> Come on, I don't. Aren't but they making, aren't they making a series from Resident Evil? I can't remember. I yes. Know. It's an animation. I haven't you know. given it much of a chance, though. I think yeah. I watched the first one and was out immediately. Because typically... I haven't seen any of the Resident okay. Evil movies. They're bad. They're like, all bad. Typically, it goes like the first one of a series is okay, and then the rest get bad. Or great and get bad. Yeah. It's very rare that the second or third or fourth will be better than the first, right? Yeah. So that was my thoughts in going in and watching the first one and going... Nope, I'm out. No need to watch any of them. Yeah, I just I, I was a little bit excited when I read that, and maybe I need to like I'm start excited. putting these games on my radar more. It's just you know, hard when you don't have a lot of time to play video games. I just ignore it because it's heartbreaking. I'm just yeah. like, oh, that would be amazing if I had 50 hours. To I'm going to start saving up for a PlayStation Five. Yeah, well, by the time you you know, in a year, by the time you make you save up for it, they might be available to buy. Yeah, yeah. I've been looking every day. <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> i got i got the money to do it yeah i just, gave him i gave him gift cards for it i gave him a fake ps5 for <laughs> giving him money for it but it's it was so hard to find but anyway yeah. yeah silent hill video game might be really exciting not a lot not a lot of information is divulged about it 
which makes it I'm even excited. more mysterious. Um, okay, so mine isn't anything new, but I did watch Deliverance last night for the <laughs> first time. For the first time? You'd never uh, seen that? As, this is no. the first time, and I need a therapy group about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. This is a horror movie. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. A horror no, movie. it is horror. It's, That's the you got a pretty mouth, right? Yeah. <laughs> Squeal like a pig. Squeal like yeah. a piggy. Wee! Wee! So Melody <laughs> so calls me up and is like, oh, I'm gonna, is it cool if I rent Deliverance on your account? Me and my seven-year-old son are going to watch it. I'm like... <laughs> You should definitely. You, you should definitely not show your seven-year-old son deliverance. And I'm glad I didn't after watching <laughs> well, it. Well, she'd never seen it before, yeah, so that I makes didn't sense. Know. No, I was an older movie, so right. how was I to know there'd be a brutal? Rape I know your scene. son wanted to see it because there's a reference to it in a South, in Park, a South Park, episode. Park episode. So he was like, "Please, mom." So curious, and I'm like, "Okay," because I've let him watch some shit. You know, I'm not gonna lie. And <laughs> but luckily, I, I Lindsay told me not to, and no, I, like, I, a, I couldn't imagine having watched that. Very and have to memorable. That to very the memorable. Memorable rape scene in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely be in trouble. It was nominated for uh, Best Picture. It, it actually was a mm. beautiful it film. It was a good show. It, it was really it. a movie. Super disturbing. Show. Super disturbing. I gotta yeah. I gotta rewatch it. It's been a long time. Yeah. And you good. know what's weird is I get that and the deer hunter confused all the time. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. No, there are two separate, very separate yeah. movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, it starts out so happy. Well, I want to watch it again, but I don't know that I could like, I don't know that I ever need to see that rape no, scene again. Like, I'll just like walk out of the room thing. until Brandon call me back in when it's ready. Because there's parts yeah. of the end I don't even remember that I would really like to see it's again. It's crazy that it escalates to rape though. Because at first I'm like, they're going to know them. Yeah, it's yeah, out of nowhere. I don't know why these men are harassing these other men. Yeah. And just, it's, just it's like crazy. happens. And you're just yeah. like, oh. And he takes off his pants. You're like, no. Which makes it like more realistic yeah horror. it's it really horrifying bad. it is it's, it's one of those horror movies that sticks with you for a very long time yep i'm gonna need, I, I i stayed awake like the whole night thinking about it like, oh my god maybe you could find an edited version yeah i had to watch a disney movie afterwards because i'm like i gotta get this out of my head that's when you need to wash the taste out of your mouth that's yep. for sure mm-hmm. all right um I've mentioned this movie before, but it did just finish uh, production, and that is Robert Eggers' next movie, The Northman, uh, which is going to be a Viking revenge saga. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, do I love Viking stuff. <laughs> from from what I've heard, like it's it's gonna be like ultra violent and everything. What? I don't know how horror it is gonna be. Like I'm all right with ultra violent. But, yeah. uh... Uh, it's it's horror, yeah, Jason. It's right? be, there, there might be some horror elements because I what mean, the lighthouse and the witch. Oh, is that are, that's the yeah. other stuff he's done? Okay, yeah. yeah, that'll be interesting. Oh, I, I think I've known about this and I've been pretty excited about it. Yeah, um, I will watch this, and I'm, I'm really hoping I like it more I, than the lighthouse. I really enjoy the way Robert Eggers goes about making a film. He's like, got his own style. Yeah, that's he, for sure. He does a lot of research about the time period. We'll like read through court documents. We'll yeah. read through like just to totally understand what life was like at that time. Yeah. Well, uh, even Lighthouse, which I didn't like a lot, I, I read a lot about it afterward. And I feel like if I had read all that stuff before I even watched the movie, I would have yeah. appreciated it more because some of like the folklore and, and stuff that he like adds into that movie is actually pretty impressive. Like the research that he did to yeah. to make that he, happen. He definitely but, goes all out. Yeah. Um, but it's a hard watch if, if you're kind of like not ready for all of that. It's kind of lynchy, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely lynchy, man. Is he related to Dave Eggers? Um, 
I'm not sure. Huh. Anyway, I have movies that are supposed to come to theaters in 2021. Now that's all we'll wait and see. And some of them were supposed to come out last year, but they pushed them to this year. I put them in order from least excited to most excited. <laughs> let's hear it. So let's start it with Paranormal Activity. Bum, bum, seven. Bum. You know, the worst, is, the worst is I would... Do they need to make a seven? I don't think I've seen... I think I watched four and was so pissed off. Yeah. I actually fast forwarded it through most of it because most of it's just like these like scenes that nothing's happening. Now, which one's for? I don't know. There's something like there's a pool. They, they shoot. They film a pool for like 20 minutes. And oh, it's just like, what God. the fuck is That's happening? what I hate about these movies is they're so freaking boring. They're so boring. They're so, so low boring. budget. Yeah. It's and like, they don't have to be low budget anymore. You wait five hours for a door to open by itself. You're just like, good God. <laughs> yeah. It just it doesn't work for me. I heard the first, the first one, one worked. Was good, right? First one yeah. worked for me. No, when, no. Well, no. no, no. Put yourself back to when it first came out. No, it did I work. Hated it. Really, for me, it worked at the time. No. And then after that, if I ever tried to rewatch it, I was like, oh no, it doesn't work at all. For I me. remember everyone told me it was scary, and I watched it, and I was like, I almost fell asleep. I saw it in the <laughs> theaters, the first one, and the only thing that disturbed me was that there was no credits at the end. And I questioned, like, wait, was that real? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't real, but. Uh, that was probably the scariest part was no credits for me. Anyway, that's supposed to drop March 4th. Uh, I know that some people are paranormal activity fans, so sure. we're not trying to just lost a couple them. listeners. Yeah. yeah. You know, to each his own. Yeah. To each his own. You want to sit there and watch like a, a door get filmed for 20 minutes. Go for it. Yeah. Next up. I could do it for you. You could pay me 10 cents for it. <laughs> next up is the next purge movie. Now there oh. was the purge. Good now, then the purge anarchy, then the purge election year. Then they got rid of the colon and went straight with the first purge. So what do you think this purge is going to be called? Um, too many purges. The, the purgiest purge. Purge. Search, purge for, search for Curly's gold. <laughs> <laughs> the forever purge. Forever Ooh. purge. Oh. Like, like, like the purge never ends. Purge. Yeah. The never ending. And everyone purge. though, you think they're gonna stop the purge like they have this big I uh, will watch these movies. I know. I, I honestly think they're decent movies. Yeah, they're fun. They're, they're like, entertaining. They're fun. It's like the yeah. Saw type situation where it it's is. just like you stopped watching it. But it's it's better the than the paranormal. <laughs> At least there's shit that goes happens and there's a story. There's, there's a violence story. and fun kills yeah. and stuff. I like the first purge. Uh, I think Purge Anarchy no, I watched Purge Anarchy was okay. Pur election year was like I was like, I think I'm done with I, I didn't watch the first. I purge. saw the first purge in election year. That's the only one. What's the I've one seen. we saw in the dri oh, really? drive-in yeah. where he's like, "Good night, blue cheese." I think that was election. That's year. election that year. Like, yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was like fun. I remember, I remember not necessarily like loving it, but just kind of it was f dumb fun. It was what it yeah. was, you know. I, I had like a low bar going into <laughs> yeah, exactly, them, and yeah. I was like, eh. yeah. yeah, you know, I didn't hate it. That's so what you bad. have to do with these films. Yeah. Go, don't go in thinking you're going to see something quality. You I, know? Think, I think the best thing about the Just Purge movies fun. is the, the concept is neat. Yeah, sure. the concept yeah. is neat. You know, and I think that they built a whole You, you think motherfuckers would that. like not get on the street though. Every every time it's like, oh, oops, I lost my keys and we can't get home. <laughs> time. Yeah, I'd be digging like the like the biggest cement. I just would not seller. go out. Are, yeah. they doing, are they doing a TV show with AMC? Oh, I think they might be. I don't know if... If they, I, I think I remember hearing rumors, but I, I thought that would do like the best anthology show. Yeah, would be around like the purge, sure. and you could have like 
eight intersecting storylines where like people come so every episode is about that one night yeah every like, season is one night yeah. next season could be the other night the next year yeah sure i would watch that mm-hmm. so that's supposed to drop july 9th the forever purge okay. then we got escape room two and that just says 2021 Which I'm, i like i i actually escape room one i think we talked about it a bit which was like it was okay and it, it could have been better but it did keep my interest and it was kind of fun to watch. And I am interested in this. It's sequel. another one like The Purge. Yeah. Where sure. it's just, yeah. you know. I mean, I like the, puzz- the puzzles in it and yeah. Yeah. what's going to happen in this room. I like going from room to room. Uh-huh. I like, again, the concept of uh, a real live escape room mm-hmm. that's uh, almost supernatural or like high tech. Yeah, it's like a VR, like mm-hmm. Matrix thing, right? Like Yeah, but they're actually there. Yeah. So it's not, you know, they're not like hooked up. Yeah. You know. They're actually there, but the rooms are insane. But anyway, yeah. I think I, I will watch number two. Godzilla versus King Kong. Yes. I want to see this one. <laughs> Pretty sure this is going to be done by Michael Dortry. I'm excited for this. The guy that did yeah. Trick or Treat and okay. Krampus. So be fun. That guy, that, the guy, I feel like he manages to take like some silly concepts and make them really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he did King Kong. I just want King to Kong, see. I love. Or, like, no, he did Godzilla. Fight movies spend way too much time on like human dialogue. Yeah, they just need to get make to the it. movies an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, maybe thirty minutes of exposition, and then King, I agree, you know, Josh. I, I don't know if you Josh. guys have seen King Kong, but that to me was done perfectly right no, for that, that kind one's of a movie. Yeah. The Island Agreed. of the Skull one. Yeah, yeah. I liked that Skull one. Island. And it was Skull funny. Island. I liked it. And it was one. interesting and it was really cool. And it was what it needed to be. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and I think that's a perfect example of like you don't need to make it just stupid. Like there could be a really cool story and funny dialogue and an interesting uh storyline that you follow. But yeah, I I agree with Josh, like let's you got to kind of focus in on it. I'm so mm-hmm. tired of these like separated couples that like, have <laughs> yeah. to save their kid, they kid and yeah. they fall back in love. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Jurassic Park 3 all over again. <laughs> so I, I was mistaken. Michael Dortry is not doing it. He did oh. Godzilla King of the Monsters. And oh. Okay. Oh. Supposed to hopefully some year do Trick or Treat 2. All right. Anyway, Spiral. From the book of Saw. I'm so excited. I'm for actually this. excited for that one. It's got yeah. Chris Rock in it. And uh, so Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Samuel Jackson. It's the Saw? It's Saw. It's, well, the, it's like the newest. It's, it's like a prequel, right? Uh, is it? It's called From the Book of Saw. So I, I don't, I've seen the trailer a couple of times and I like still Saw-ish. don't know if it's a prequel or after the fact. Huh. But things are happening in it. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm excited. May 21st when that comes out hey. a quiet place too i'm excited for this yeah. i love a quiet place yeah, i did like it this one looks almost even more serious yeah and more monstery yeah yeah it was well, there it also right? kind of seems like they're taking the the walking dead the humans are the real monsters yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which i mean walking dead didn't come up yeah with, but. right uh yeah that was like george barrow came up with that yeah concept years ago too mm-hmm. uh it, yeah it was supposed to come out last yeah this, this last year mel yeah, because okay. I remember last year going to the theater. Not last year. I got a 2019. Yeah. I remember. Erase, end of erase that. <laughs> <laughs> if we talk about last year, we're just talking about 2019. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to the theater and seeing previews for this one. Ghostbusters Afterlife, another one we were supposed to get last year. This is going to be interesting. It looks like a way more serious take on Ghostbusters. 
Now, is it going to be mm-hmm. like... It's a Ghostbusters film, right? Yeah, like, it's, a, it's after. Is it with the dudes or the chicks? Or no, no, no. New, no. new cast? No, the, the, the one with the girls, that was just kind of thrown out of yeah, continuity. Okay. But uh, this one is supposed to be, I believe, Egon's grandchildren. Oh. Yeah. I'm really and it's interested. the kid from Stranger Things. Yeah. Who's also in It. And it just it looks really serious. It looks yeah. really seriously. Like, I think Ghostbusters was like... Especially because of like Bill Murray and some of the goofiness was set into like, oh, it's goofy and not a horror movie almost. And now this looks like it's like bringing it back to like, no, Ghostbusters is horror. It's yeah. a horror genre. Yeah. So I'm interested. Is it in gonna that. have a R? I don't think oh, so. I Probably wish <laughs> everything should just be R. I don't no. care what Disney movies should be R. <laughs> June 11th is when we're supposed to get that. Next, Antlers. Guillermo del Toro produced. It's supposed to come out in February nineteenth. I wanted to see this so bad. I, yeah, it looks I really saw, cool. I saw like the picture for it, but I'm not sure what it's about. A Wendigo. So it's like a. Oh, it is a Wendigo. It huh? is a Wendigo. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like locked up in some kids' room at oh, first. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I really that's want exciting. To Guillermo del Toro yeah. is amazing. So he's anytime just, he does monster stuff, it's just produced. It's not directed by. Um, so mm. still, we'll see. It means he has a little bit of say, right? True. Halloween Kills. We we're supposed to get this last year. Supposed to come out October fifteenth. This is the let it burn. Yeah, <laughs> and then my most anticipated so far, Candyman. I am excited yeah. for Candyman. Oh yeah, Jordan Peele's Candyman, right? No, Nia DaCosta. Jordan uh, Peele produced. He produced. He produced but, it. Yeah. Okay. August twenty seventh. Oh, I want to see it. Still very excited. Yeah. So like summer is when a lot of these are coming out, and maybe the pandemic will be over by then. Maybe we'll be able to see these in theaters. <laughs> Please not, God, not summer. That's that's just, that's only Candyman. Oh, some of them are. You said a lot of them were June and July. Uh, one was in June. Ghostbusters June. Antlers February nineteenth. Halloween Kills October. Uh, Spiral May. Godzilla vs King Kong April. Escape Room Two is it's just kind of all over the place. Yeah, yeah. That's Still good exciting. Spread out. Yeah. I w- so. I will hope. I don't know. I hope to see a lot of these in the theaters. Maybe even if I have to wear a mask. The theaters are pretty empty. It's not too scary to go. And they and they spread out the seats too. True. That's true. And you yeah. just wear a mask the whole time. Yeah. I'd just be weary of uh, uh, eating. Yeah, yeah. And people Which, are eating and taking off their masks when they yeah. sit down. If you go like, I feel like if you go during odd times, that's your best bet to just like have the theater to yourself. You could rent out the theater. Yeah, that's true. So... I didn't know this, but did you guys know that Clive Barker did like lost the rights um, to Hellraiser? No, I didn't know that. So he's been like uh, trying to get them back. He's been suing for them back or, or doing something. Um, anyway, he there's two new things coming out. Uh, there's a movie, and then there's also an HBO developed series. So the movie's being done by David Bruckner, which I'm not sure. Does that name sound familiar? That sounds familiar. Um, let's see what else he did, if you can, if you could look that up. And then the HBO uh, series is, be- is with David Gordon Green, which I'm not sure. So the significance of Clive Barker getting these rights back is if he gets them back before the be- end of this year, he'll be able to have involvement in both of these developments. Oh, that'd be awesome. Which he should. I feel like if you were... If you, if I was like making a Hellraiser series, you would I would want, want David Bar- yeah. I would want Clive Barker involved. Um, 
I don't know. I just find that interesting. I didn't know he even lost the rights. How did he lose the rights? How do you lose the rights to your own? David name? Bruckner is rather promising. He did 2007's The Signal, which was a fantastic that was movie. Really cool. I liked that. He did Amateur Night in VHS, my favorite segment from VHS, the the Halloween. Oh yeah, one. that was like a haunted housey. He did a segment in Southbound. He did The Ritual, 2017's The Ritual. I think it was a Netflix original that we watched. It was really great. He did two episodes of The Creep Show okay. and The Night House, which came out this year, which I didn't actually see. And then there was um, David Gordon Green. He's doing a series. So he's actually known for being a producer of Joe, which was a really good movie. He produced the 2018 Halloween, which was was cool. Um, and then he's done, he's done a few other things. Um Halloween ends. It was what that was called, I guess. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Like, kind of promising, right? Halloween yeah. ends. Which? What's that? I think it's the last Halloween segment. Oh, um, after Halloween kills. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Interesting. He. I. Th- oh, he's done Red Oaks, Brandon. I am enjoying that he's show. The executive producer of Not Red Oaks. Not horror whatsoever, <laughs> but very nostalgic to me. Eighties mm. TV show. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. I. I. I don't know, in any like HBO series, like you know it's gonna be a hard R, Typically. which is very promising. Uh so anyway, I don't know. I what do you guys think? Like, should should Clive Barker be involved or should we let these guys just kind of go take Hellraiser to a different it's, level? I think I mean, Clive Barker should be involved it's because it's his. It's his. He wrote yeah. the books. Yeah. And he did the movies. I mean he's he's probably got the best vision of where it should go. You think like you said that you'd want to involve his create take in his creativity. Oh, yeah, why, why wouldn't and, you want him yeah, attached? That's like if Romero know. was still alive and you were making yeah. something involved with his movies, like having him attached would be important, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. If I were him, I might let it go. Yeah. But I might want to at least say who can direct, who can write, have somewhat of a say in that. Sure. Sure. But I don't know. Because that David Bruckner seems really promising. Yeah. yeah. And even the other guy, like, he, uh, if you if you look at some of the stuff he's done, they have all, it's all pretty good stuff. So, yeah, that's all I got. Is that it for us? I think horror yeah, Babble, I think all right. Everything. Moving on to poorly described horror movies. All right. So, in this segment, each one of us is going to have a couple of poorly described movies and the rest of us are going to try to guess it you could keep score at home we'll definitely be keeping score and let's start with Lindsay. okay here we go kid with page boy haircut finds a friend for life who will tear apart bullies chucky kid with page boy haircut page boy i don't know what a page boy is it's like that like you got the bangs okay finds a friend for life who will go as far to rip apart his bullies? Let the right one in. Yep. Ha <laughs> That's got good. it. Okay, here's mine. Bunch of friends go to the mall and everything's for free. Uh, Dot of the dead. Damn it! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a dance party gets snowed in and goes wild. Oh crap! Oh, I forget this movie. I, I, I know exactly know what you're talking name, about. But I do. It's <laughs> French. Yep. 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 I, oh. I can't remember the name of it. Me neither. Oh. Why can't I? Hold on, let me see if Something I can Google. Something at its Shoot. peak. First one to Google. <laughs> no, no, no. No Google. No Googling. Hands off. All right. I don't know. I... Climax. Yeah. Climax. Yes. Yes. I did it. <laughs> All right. Hopefully mine aren't too easy. They seem really easy for me. But so far, that's kind of where we've been going. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, I'm going to go in first-person perspective on this one, all right? Okay. This is a big house for a small family. Finally, I could get some work done. Oh, snap. I'm in that picture. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Two seconds. I almost chose The Shining as my uh, (laughs) poorly described described movie. movie. I'm glad I didn't. Oh, nice. uh, I unfortunately think, Josh, there's no way for you to get this one. This might be between Melanie and Brandon. (laughs) Patrons learn not to cross the ropes in a museum unless they want to become part of it. Wax museum. Wax house. Museum wax of work. House wax of work. Wax. Oh, you, you so oh. close, Melody. So close. I should have had You should have had that. That was one of our favorite childhood mm-hmm. movies. That's a fun movie. That's a great okay. movie. Uh, wax works. Wax yeah. works. So mm-hmm. go watch it. Okay. Um, a bunch of friends try everything but cocaine to stay awake. Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Yeah, you guys got it. We, oh. that, that was like, like tie. Half point like tie. each. All right, we'll do a half point each. I would. Yeah, why didn't they do meth or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. they took like caffeine pills and they I drank like, coffee. I would take up a severe meth habit, I think. <laughs> but then you wouldn't know if you were dreaming or not. Yeah. That's true. A <laughs> uh, guy goes back in time and saves a babe <sighs> from... Army of Darkness. Yeah. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> he does save a babe. Yeah. We're tied, Lindsay, so you can you can get this. I can win this. Hear, say, nor see, no evil. Incestual relationship. The monsters the are actually lies? the victims. Monsters are actually the victims. I don't know. Monsters are actually the victims. Say it one more time. Say nor hear or see no evil. Incestual relationship. The monsters are actually the victims. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, I thought this would be easy. That's heavy. Is there any other hint? That guy's got no tongue. Uh, old old dog? Nope. (laughs) No, because that guy's not got no tongue. Yeah. I'm stumped. Really? Yeah. People under the stairs. Damn it. Oh. Roach has no tongue. Damn it. And the couple is actually yes. brother and sister. Oh, you should I have said leather that. or something. Yeah, leather yeah, pants leather would have helped. And the monsters are actually the victims. You spend it smells caca. <laughs> <laughs> it's caca. Well, Brandon and I tied. Well, we I guess. tied. And you guys tied, actually. Oh, what did a bunch everybody, of tires. There is no losers. Get? There is no losers. First today. and second place. There you go. <laughs> All right, so we're moving on for our topic of this evening. Horror movies of 2020. All right. So, quite a bit of horror movies actually released in 2020. Unfortunately, we didn't watch all of them. No. We We watched a lot, though. We had the time. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't see all of them. I'll mention some that I probably should have watched that I will still get to. But let's just let's just start going, man. Now, I feel like one that released that I even forgot was 2020 because it was so early in the year. Color out of space. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was a Josh good one. got to see it, it in the theater. Yeah. Right. Was, There's a short run of it. Yeah. The, uh, for the Sundance Film Festival, I had to go to like a the independent theater in salt lake oh, okay that's right and it was it was really good though uh to see in theaters 
Yeah, uh, I mean, Nick Cage in a horror movie always excites me. Yeah. And Every it was night. actually a, a good dramatic performance. You know, yeah. it wasn't just Nick Cage no, going wild. No, he could be amazing. And yeah. I think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage done right is so good. Yeah, I think Mandy was a perfect example of mm-hmm. yeah. letting Nick Cage go crazy and then pulling him back. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is it called? Mom and Dad? Oh, yeah, that was yeah, really good, too. Yeah, I still need to watch that one. Yeah. So good. I haven't seen that but one Color Out of Space, if you haven't seen it, I would totally recommend that one It's like the best HP Lovecraft movie I think I've seen. Um, Yeah. One of them that I saw that I don't think anyone here saw is called Extraordinary. And this actually has uh, Will Forte in it. He plays kind of like a goofy Satanist guy. This is actually, it's a comedy horror. And I just really liked it. I don't know. It's really goofy. And like the ending doesn't quite work for me so well. But like everything about it it's about this lady who has like these um powers to kind of like expel ghosts or uh basically exercise them from places and stuff so it's kind of fun and and there's something that happens where she has to kind of get back into it like she gets she gets out of it and wants to be away from it Mm -hmm. but it's really funny uh will forte he can be like he's another one that if he gets like he can be too will forte for me but he (laughs) works pretty well in this one and I think if you're just looking for kind of like a fun horror comedy and you haven't checked that out yet, you should definitely go see it. While we lift these list these off, uh, cue in if it's your favorite of the year. Oh, yeah. We were going to do a top three, but I think there's, there'd be too many crossovers. There's too many crossovers. I would believe that me and yours, Lindsay, would be exactly the same, <laughs> yeah. except maybe in a different order. Maybe in a different order. Melanie, what you got for 2020? Come to Daddy. Oh, so good. I'd say this is my favorite. That would be my my number one. Yeah. It'd be my number one without a doubt. Yeah. This had everything in it for me. so good. Elijah Wood was so great in that movie. I I am just like a super Elijah Wood fan. Like in my opinion, he could almost do no wrong. Like I will watch almost anything that he's in. He's a horror fan too. And he's a horror fan. Yeah. And that's why I think he does so well in horror movies. Now we would have to tread lightly on this one because there is a lot of spoilers. Oh, so I don't want to give away any yeah, twists, but, no. it's a great but I will say that it starts in a way where you think it's supernatural, then goes in a different way. The reveal is amazing on this. And there's yeah. no way you see it coming either. It's There's so much. St- it's dripping with style. Yeah. The yeah. filmmaking in this. And this is one of the only movies that every single person in it is a character. A yeah. character. Yeah. It's true. Even. Yeah. Like to the point where when they introduce a character, you're like, oh, this is a main person because of how whimsical and and funny and weird they are and then you never see them again yeah yeah and i'm like why don't filmmakers do that where they make every single character even walk on roles yeah interesting and have good dialogue yeah now come to daddy i mean if you have not seen this stop listening right now and go watch it (laughs) finish listening and then go watch it (laughs) write it down Um, write it down you should probably have a pen while you listen to this yeah not unless you're driving just keep hey Stare at the road. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> uh, Swallow, which came out in June 5th I, of this year. I wanted to see I this, but see I was so like bad. almost too disturbed to I watch wanna, it. Now that I've heard Josh talk about it, though, I want to see it. I'm going to rent it. When did you, did what's, you watch what's it, this? What's it about, Josh? Yeah. Um, well, it was directed by Carlo Mirabella Davis. Uh, it's about a neglected housewife that becomes obsessed with swallowing objects it starts with like a marble like a pennies and stuff and the way the movie's directed is just like it's showing the marble and you're like man i kind of want to swallow that like this (laughs) looks good (laughs) but then it like 
very quickly escalates to things like thumbtacks oh, and like oh my god we have to see this is a real uh, thing i think that's why it disturbs me is yeah. people yeah. actually yeah. have this affliction what's that show that you used to watch melanie that was like strange addictions strange addictions, strange addictions. Yeah. it sounds like strange addictions yeah. the yeah. movie that's that's pretty much <laughs> it but like th- she has these dilemmas like i really want to swallow this i know i shouldn't and like it's like that's the horror quite of it. a bit of a scene of her just like walking around like thinking Ugh. about swallowing it and you can oh man I just from this. her expression and her body language you can really see this debate that's going on without any dialogue yeah this um, was on a lot of top lists yeah horror wise i would put it on the same level as raw i uh-huh. think if you liked raw you would definitely like this movie um i definitely liked raw i did yeah, yeah. uh Man, I I feel so I feel like bad it, though. Like you kind of yeah. I feel like it's one of the movies that you could like. Games. It makes yeah, yeah, it makes your stomach hurt while you're watching it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's why I saw the preview and the preview was pretty rough for me. And I was just like oh, too man. scared to watch that movie. I was like, I don't I, know if I can take it. <laughs> I'm gonna rent it. Uh, yeah. A movie that came out later in the year that is now gonna be my on my list for every October is Mortuary Collection. Yep. And that one. It's an anthology movie. Great wraparound. Great Such stories. A good now I listened to an interview with the director, and he threw a lot of money into the um, art department, which is usually where it's, things suffer. That's where things suffer, but that's where budgets pulled from if you're having budget problems. But he went the other direction and put money into it. And boy, can you tell, man! Yeah, every single scene is such an atmosphere. And it took a long time for them to make, but that worked out for their benefit. And I don't think it takes place on Halloween, to be honest. I don't Maybe think it does, but it, it feels it's very it it's just got feels, a haunting feeling. It's, at least it feels like autumn. You it know. makes me want to go live in Oregon too. Uh, yeah, it takes place in Oregon. I think Astoria. Astoria. It's very obviously Astoria. Yeah, I think. and it's just kind of rainy, so and beautiful. the leaves are changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it was a it was a very pleasant watch. It's almost got like a Goonies feel in the beginning. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Just because like a story. I mean, it's in a story. Yeah, and there's like a kid riding a bike and I don't know. But yeah, that one was great. Mortuary um, Collection. Yeah, one of my favorites of the year. And the, the weird thing about this movie is it feels romantic to me because me and Brandon went and saw it for our anniversary in the theater is Possessor, the uncut version. Mm. What is it about? Oh, it is... It's not, <laughs> it's not romantic. It's not romantic at all. It's just romantic for us. <laughs> um, well, it's so it's a basically about uh, an assassin who takes over people's bodies. So, like, yeah, they use brain implants. Yeah, they use like brain implant, yeah. implants. And so, like, let's say you wanted someone dead, you might take over the body of their husband and then live in it for three days and create like this backstory of why he might kill the wife and then kill the wife and then it's like. Like they're like, well, oh yeah, he was acting weird and he was saying this. Like basically, you just like create an al- or a, a motive for that person to kill somebody, and it, like you get away with assa- assassinating people. And then you have to die. And yeah. then you have to die to leave. Oh, you and do. go back. Yeah, so go like back a person to your own might brain. kill themselves. So usually yeah. it's murder, suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or have and the cops shoot you. Gosh, it's an interesting. It is just like all. It's kind of. It's it's a thinky movie. Yeah, and it is, it'll yeah. leave you like going, what? There's a there's a couple yeah. of erect wieners in this movie. There too. is a yeah, erect that was like wieners. my favorite part. I, I want to see it. Well, that's why I says romantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's a weird occupation in it where people are like watching videos of people in their house and saying like what products they have in their house. Yeah, it's like documenting it's data products. Entry, yeah, basically, yeah. where they're 
what it's kind like of a, curtains do these people it's have? Like, it's like, a, it's like, a, it's like yeah. a real live Alexa that's just always listening in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's uh, important to mention this is a Brandon Cronenberg film, too. Yeah. Yeah, that is important. Uh, David Cronenberg's son, yeah. who was basically just picked up where his dad left off. And, and dude, like the the graphic or this, uh, why can't I think of the word? The the graphics in this, the practical effects are awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's like definitely like giving his dad's name, living up to it at least. Cool. Um, I watched Peninsula. Um, not as bad I as I thought it'd be. As much, yeah, <laughs> I went into it really like thinking I wasn't gonna like well, it. If you watch the preview, it looks super action. Yeah, and just like oh, they like overdid it with the zombies, and, and it's just like don't get me wrong, it's not trained to be son. It's not trained to be um, But I actually like this story. I like the characters. And the one was, thing I really didn't like about it is there's. There's one scene that's heartbreaking and it's done appropriately. And then at the end, there's like another like somewhat heartbreaking scene yeah. that they just and draw they just out for like five minutes. On the crying. There's so much crying and you're just like, uh, no, no, no. This isn't like a drama. Just like, yeah. let's get back to the zombie movie. <laughs> well, and it was just too much too. Like they did the crying thing way. Yeah. It was too much crying. They like the little girl, to, yeah. there's little girls in there and they're just crying all the time. And it's like. But it's a really cool. But it's it's a good concept, and I you I should watch it, it once. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's a rewatchable movie, no. but you should watch it once. Did, did, did you any, watch it? Uh, no. I feel like I started to watch it and walked away. You might have, but we but it, we I really was, almost. I I went in there like honestly, like forcing myself to watch yeah, it because I, I really, really hated want the preview. To. Yeah, but the it's not super actiony like the preview no. makes it out to be. And there's some zombie scenes that are actually just really cool. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely worth a watch. Okay, I'll probably bring up my favorite of 2020 now. Uh, it is a Swedish horror film directed by James Nyholm. It is called Coco D. Coco Da. I have never heard of this. Uh, it came out on November 6th. Uh, I think it did have like a film festival. Nobody's heard of it but Josh. Though. In 2019. <laughs> uh the movie's not actually real. I'm just making it up and testing it. <laughs> it sounds like a made-up movie. Like, oh, blah, 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 movie. No, but it uses, like, a, a Swedish, like, nursery rhyme, and it's like, Coco di, Coco da. Interesting. Or Coco day. Um, I'm a big fan of some of the Swedish horror stuff that's come out. So. And uh, I would say uh, it has the emotional horror, like, the gut-punching of hereditary Mixed with like the nihilistic terror of funny games. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> this like, sounds like a movie of my yeah. dreams. <laughs> it's uh, uh, pretty, pretty next level stuff. So basically, it's about a kind of estranged couple. They're going into the woods on a retreat to kind of reconnect with each other, just go camping. And uh, the wife wakes up early in the morning and she has to pee. And while she's peeing, these three strangers come across and they basically just attack her. The husband wakes up and he sees them attack her and he tries to defend himself, but he's not really prepared. He just woke up in a tent with nothing. He's basically in his underpants. He hasn't had his coffee yet. Yeah, they like attack him <laughs> and then he wakes up right when his wife is going out to pee again. And so what? it's kind of like a Groundhog's oh. Day type thing hmm. where they're like... How interesting. It's... It's a really rough watch because their situation is really bad and there's not a lot. It doesn't look do like there's it. a way out of it. So he has to like get pretty creative and Dude, I have to see this movie. Um, yeah, I really want to. Yeah, it 
definitely started making me anxious. Like the next time they woke up, I'm like, how are they going to get out of this? I do not want to watch this again. It like, it was a little uncomfortable, but it was really well done. Um, the acting in this movie, amazing. I would, I would put it up with like hereditary level acting. I, I kind of just like want to go watch this right now. Um, I know. <laughs> it was just uh, really impactful. I don't know. It, it, made me think for quite a bit after huh. watching the movie. Um, Coco let me D, see, did Coco I write? Da. Coco D, Coco Day. Yeah, Coco Day. Coco Day, okay. But uh, that's kind of how it's spelled is Coco D, Coco Da. Did I write anything else on here? <laughs> um, yeah, not very fun horror movie. But if you're if you're going for like a, like a, funny a horror, horror movie, really good. Highly recommend. All right. Nice. This would be at the top of my list too, probably number two, uh, Wolf of Snow Hollow. It's so funny because that is like what's next on my list. Like, oh, really? You're just like naming stuff like well, in the same order that I'm. What's <laughs> next on my list too? Yeah, yeah, so, Wolf of Snow Hollow. I love a good werewolf movie and there's not a lot, in my opinion, I look at like top werewolf movies sure. every once in a while and, and some of them, the ones on there, I'm like, nah, I don't really it's like that so it much. It seems like a genre that like not enough good directors or artists took seriously if the werewolf cgi i'm out yep and if the werewolf isn't done right practically i'm out or if like, it's, it's got to like be a, believable if it's just like a monster movie and it's like and a bunch of just, werewolf yeah. slashers like yeah. i don't care <laughs> the thing about werewolves in my opinion is the whole thing about like the jekyll and hyde thing where there's a beast within you and you're battling with it and it could be a social commentary for anger problems or alcoholism or drug addiction and that's what i like most of, about those but this uh this one we have to tread lightly too because there's a big spoiler and i'm yeah. not we're not going to get into that but basically the movie's about a newly appointed sheriff i believe he's newly appointed he's, he's not an alcoholic he's, he's gonna become sheriff. that's yeah. right but he's like in training yeah. to take over for his father who's he's a recovering dying. alcoholic recovering. He's a recovering. Yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. he's like faced with the situation where these like gruesome murders are happening and it's like clearly a giant animal doing that and yeah. i will say this has one of like the coolest werewolf attack scenes i've ever seen in a movie in the where, car right it, no the one in the snowboarding chick Man. Oh, and he rips off oh. your arm. Yeah, yeah and there's like an arm rip off. That's I just like, like the horrifying. car scene a lot. There, it has cool werewolf attack scenes in general, yeah. and it doesn't pull any punches. Like there's there's children that die in this. There it's is fucked yeah. up. Yeah, but on the same on the flip side of it, it's got a lot of comedy in it. It too. does have some comedy and weird comedy Darkish, as well. Dark, like yeah, yeah. Jim Cummings did this. He directed it. What else did he do? Thunder Road. I don't know why he, his name sounds like super familiar to me. Like he's might have done Thunder Road things. like that one man band, but like it was a one man movie. I can't like he kind of produced it by himself. I can't remember. Well, he, he also stars in it too, which he did his first film. He's, I think he's only oh, done two movies. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's why it sounds familiar. Cause we were looking into this and then we watched the preview for the other movie that he did. And we really wanted to watch that, but I don't think we ever did. We but didn't. I, it doesn't look like a horror movie, but no, it looks interesting. A dark comedy. Yeah. My my next thing I want to bring up is actually on the bottom. This is like the 2020 disappointment list for myself. Vampires versus the Bronx. Yeah, we did yeah. talk about this on a show, and we were all kind of like... Yeah, you've probably heard our disappointments in this. This is like one of those ones that had the potential to just be super awesome, and it just wasn't. All right, not... <laughs> 
not to be prejudiced, yeah. but I feel like the white people in it were not good. No, and well, and it was I don't know. The vampires were terrible. It Remember this, how like yeah. campy and and well, and that's stupid. what I'm talking when she's about. She's chasing him. She's like. Yeah, they're so like stupid. they're like these very 80s vampires yeah. where you're just like oh no no this doesn't work it was dumb it yeah. could have worked so well because it Could've. was like a social commentary on gentrification almost you know yeah like white people are coming in the neighborhood and and taking things over however it just wasn't executed very well as far if the vampires would have been better i think it would have been better sure, the kids yeah. in it i thought were fantastic yeah it was called thunder road by the way sorry going back jim cummings thunder road okay mm. i want to check that out even though it's not horror um and i might as well just slip this one in with the disappointment list is beach house oh. i was very excited about this yeah. one. started strong terrible well and then there's that one scene where you see like the mutant kind of thing and you're like oh here it comes yeah. here comes cool stuff mm -hmm. and then it's just like done just you're like done. oh Oh, they just go was, to a beach and it was like boring. look at the sunset or yeah, something. Yeah, it was so boring. Nothing. Happened. It was bad. It was kind of. It was really hard to. Well, watch. for slipping in disappointments, let's just say Invisible Man. Invisible yeah, Man. the Grudge. Yeah, I was going to ask. Melanie's oh the only God. one that saw it. It's like a remake of a remake too. It is yeah. so yeah. disappointing. <laughs> but the first scene, if they would have stuck to the original Ghost, yeah, and done it right, it could have been so good. But like, I don't know. It's a whole new family, whole new Ghost. It's like so corny and cheesy, like old ladies, scary stuff. I don't know. It's just dumb. Yeah. Do you have any disappointments? Um, I I wanted to say something on Invisible Man. Oh, sure. To counter you guys a little bit. Yeah, because Josh had I, a better. I just like I think I I had a lot of expectations of what I wanted that that movie to be, and uh, it didn't. It wasn't what I wanted it to be, but right. it was still a pretty good movie. Yeah, the movie wasn't like, bad. Like for what it was, it was fine. Yeah, but I disagree. But coming from like a horror movie yeah, fan perspective, it was like, oh, this doesn't feel horror. Like to if me. it wasn't a remake of Invisible Man, if everything was the same in that movie except the title, yeah, right? like yeah, it'd be fine. I would guess. that be a decent movie? Not yeah. in my opinion. No, no not in my opinion. I, I feel like there were some major holes, like. When he's when the thing's visible, it's making these weird clicking noises, and when it's not, it doesn't it make, doesn't make noises. those noises. Like yeah. there was just some. I kind of like the suit. I thought yeah. that was kind of a neat perspective of it. But I will say, if in the Invisible Woman comes out next, I will watch. I that. think that this is a really cool origin story yeah. to that. Yeah. Taking out the holes that I believe are there and just looking at it as an origin story, I think it could be really cool as a as an yeah. Invisible Woman origin story. Well, and then it can pick up where like they like the type type of monster that the Invisible Woman might become makes more sense in the in the context of the older movies. Because like really she's a good person. She's a good person and, and she, she might could, go insane or yes, something. Yes. And, and that that's what it was really lacking cool. too, I thought in the in But the in remake. that context then like seeing this movie and, and looking at it in that way like I would call this a pretty decent movie. You know, I yeah. would like agree. It's fine. I, I would have to go back and watch it again because I don't remember too much about My it. My expectations were, were so different that I was so disappointed at what it was. I don't think I could have properly judged it at the yeah. time. Yeah. Also, I had big expectations for it until the preview came out and then I'd already made my decision. Yeah. 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 Um, another disappointment, the rental. 
the rental done by da- Dave Franco. Yeah, I didn't Franco. see it, but you guys all went and saw it in the drive-in. Mm. I don't know. Did Josh I wasn't come? There. No, oh, you Melanie there. and I was there. It was bad. Bore, Bore Factory 2020. Yeah. It was... There like, was nothing exciting the about it. The kills were so it was, bad. They were just hitting people in the head with a hammer, basically. That's yeah, it. Yeah, and it was just like yeah. boring, man. Boring, 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 boring town. Somebody directed this that was... Dave Franco. You know, Dave Franco did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. James Franco's, Franco's brother. brother. It was I like Dave Franco too. Like so I was like kind of excited about this. Like I think he's Oh, a- and then on an, an new mutants terrible. <laughs> yeah, that was disappointing. Horrible. I had high expectations for this. But I mean they did follow the the comic book and what was it? It was a giant was a giant bear. Mm. It's a giant like yeah, spirit bear. Yeah, I mean that was from the comic books. It just didn't transfer to the screen very well, mm. in my opinion. It felt like the old X Men movies where it's just like something was wrong about them. Mm-hmm. That was the follow up to Logan, right? Which is like Logan's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of hard to. I can lump all these movies in with our disappointment list too. Is every Welcome to Blumhouse movie that come has come out so far now yeah. there's there's a new set of them coming out that i have more higher hopes for you mean you mean the vod ones yeah there like wasn't black, there was a black box and the eye and uh the lie and something else i can't remember but i watched all of them and they're all just terrible <laughs> you were telling me about the one with the girl who kills her friend or something <laughs> well there's yeah i i don't know if i, I should know. do spoilers but yeah. it's really bad uh she kills her friend and then you figure out, like, there's this lie that she's been telling, and it doesn't make any sense. Like, the whole plot, like, what she's lying about, you're like, that would never happen. <laughs> there's no fucking way that this story <laughs> would ever happen. And it's just, like, it's meant to be, like, this big, like, reveal, like, dun, 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 this is what's really happening. And it just, like, oh, feels campy and terrible. And then the rest of them are kind of in that same genre when they're very dramatic and just, like, they almost work, and then they just don't for me. So, well, I give you kudos for giving them a chance because I wasn't even going to. <laughs> yeah. But a Blumhouse production that was good and satisfying was The Hunt. Ooh, that I was, was gonna so bring good. that up. Yeah, that was so good. Hunt. That was I fun. Like the hunt. It was fun. Yeah, it was super fun, and it was weird because it was like near the beginning of the pandemic. And it was brutal and violent. Yeah. But it's like something I needed. Yeah. Like, because it was like comedic as well and yeah. fun and actiony. And I went in with really low expectations. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah. It looked, mm-hmm. it, I actually was like, I think the preview made me like go, I think I might like this. Like, it looks like it's going to work. Like, and it delivered. Yeah. It totally yeah. delivered. Uh, this one might be on the top of your list for 2020, Brandon, the platform. Yes. Platform oh, I good. love the platform. Yeah, I like that. Good. Oh, it's a, it's a foreign film uh, directed by Galder Gastelo Urita. It's it's really like an <laughs> allegory, right? Uh-huh. Like yeah. the whole thing. Oh, just... Yeah, about um. Well, like, this was like another class. Yeah, this right? was another pandemic one that just like made you kind of like. Yeah, it was early pandemic. Yeah, but it felt really adjacent to what was happening yeah. now, even though it was made before the pandemic, and it wasn't about that. But uh, I think it was about like social class. Yeah, really. Uh, in a, in a great thinky film as well, and really brutal and nasty. Yeah. And uh, and and while you're when you're watching it in the start of the pandemic, you're like, is this a movie about toilet paper? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody hoarding, yeah. Yeah. hoarding stuff. Yeah, know? it's super yeah. interesting. Oh, it's such a good movie. Um, another uh, interesting. Did you want to go? I'm just kind of taking. Oh, um, I liked Nightmare Radio. That's came 2020. It this one is another me. anthology. It's. 
it looks dumb. Not gonna lie. And then the wraparound, the wraparound is, is dumb. Terrible. But the stories are good. The wraparound you can yeah. just fast forward right through. But yeah. the, and and it doesn't like work with the movies. Like it's just like this guy on the radio being like, "There's this one story I heard about." And then like it just yeah, it goes into the movie and it's just like no that doesn't so work stupid. you can't yeah. get lazy with a wraparound no yeah. and the that's actor, part of the movie and I feel like yeah. some film directors don't understand that like yeah. maybe there's yeah. a producer putting it together and they have a lot of talent and then they're like oh we need a wraparound and they just throw it together that doesn't work that's why Mortuary Collection works so well yeah. Tales from the Hood is I think a yeah. good example well, too of having a good wraparound you want to be invested in the wraparound like when the yeah. when the wraparound comes back you're like okay cool what happens next mm -hmm. this guy is such a bad actor to the point where it's just like I fast forward it he might as well parts. be reading yeah. from the script like without ever have reading it read it before like it's that bad where it's just like okay everybody the next thing I'm gonna talk about it, it is just so mm, bad yeah. um I have uh, one last one to mention, a good note. Um, I'm thinking of ending things. I enjoyed that one. Uh, oh, I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. This one was rough is, yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think it's for a very specific crowd. Um, this is definitely not a movie for everyone. Melanie, I think I made you watch this. It was when was they, it? they talk in the car for quite some time. Yeah. And then they, there's a dance sequence at the end. Yeah, there's a dance sequence. Oh, okay, yeah. I tricked yeah. you into watching you this. You tricked yeah. me into watching it. I told Melanie that like, it's got the craziest, <laughs> most gory ending or something. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like Charlie Kaufman. Um, I love Charlie Kaufman. As far as like, the directors go, and I, I thought like a step into a horror-ish movie was like interesting yeah. like an interesting step for him mm -hmm. to take and uh like charlie kaufman makes unique movies adaptations you know? yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time yeah. he only wrote that yeah it's still yeah, though but yeah he, i think he's a fantastic writer i think this one was really personal to him yeah and i think definitely. some people that um have same feelings of him will like agree but like to me it was like i felt like i was watching somebody's journal and yeah. a weird dream journal <laughs> well and and it's also him kind of just like bragging, not bragging, but um, just spitting out like what he likes, like the art pieces of art. That's that what I mean. And that's yeah. and that's fine. And and it's not that it's. Um, I mean, it's got like a bunch of hidden gems in it. If yeah. you're like a, um, if you read a lot of books or watch a lot of old films, I think if you go in with the right mindset, this this movie probably works. But we were going in with like we're gonna see a Charlie Kaufman horror movie, yeah. and yeah. it just didn't feel like a horror movie. It felt like a love letter to himself. Yeah. I don't know. The The parents were a little creepy. Yeah, there was like yeah. the, definitely creepy yeah, scenes. Like, no, I would see that it was, it was horror adjacent. Up until the dance se sequence, it was pretty spooky, Yeah, I would mm -hmm. say. Yeah. And then, yeah, the interpretive dance, a little little much. Well, and you, if, when <laughs> you find out, when you piece together what What's is really ha on? happening. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's a horror story. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting, it's an interesting movie. And it's yeah. definitely like worth a watch like you should check it out yeah. for yourself yeah you should definitely watch it we summon the darkness is something we came upon and i thought the beginning was really neat it's about some girls in the 80s who are going to a concert and they pick up some boys and then they are killing them in a satanic ritual why do the girls I, I and the boys remember this the girls uh, i totally don't remember this at all no it was like set in the 80s and it starts off at a concert and yeah I bet if I like saw the picture of something, it'd come back to me. But for some reason, this isn't. I yeah, I mean, it was it it got disappointing near the end, and some unbelievable parts happening. But the beginning of it was super fun, and the concept of it was okay as well. 
Um, one of them that I actually kind of liked, and it was weird. It was like one of these weird movies. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, this is kind of cool. And I made Josh watch it. It was Amulet. Do you remember Amulet? Yeah. Um, it's one of those ones that starts out and you think it's like going one way. And it's basically like this this guy, this soldier, like ex-soldier or something, comes across a, a lady and, and there's people that need help. And he ends up staying with them. And he finds out like the lady's taking care of basically a demon. And it kind of goes from there, and it's it's like kind of confusing. Weird stuff is happening, and this is another one where like the the reveal is is kind of cool. It's a little bit huh. messed up, and it's not like for the faint of heart, I don't think. But it has this really cool reveal that made me just like the movie wasn't. I wasn't like in love with the movie, but the ending kind of like redeemed the whole movie for me. I regret not watching it. I know you rented it and you told me to, and I just yeah. didn't have the time. It was interesting with my kids, and I know Joshua was like. Kind of in the same boat that I was. Yeah, I'm trying to... I actually... I remember watching this movie, but I can't really remember <laughs> yeah. um, much of it. I bet if I told you the ending, you'd be like, oh, that movie. Yeah, I think really I have memorable. a pretty good idea of the ending, and I'll ask you about it after the show's over, but I don't want to spoil that. I think that's it for me. I don't have any more on my list. Um, Love and Monsters. Oh, I love this movie. I think we all watched together. Did we? This is not like a, this is not like a, a horror horror movie. It's it's macabre. It's a monster movie. It's a, it's a creature feature. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not scary per se. No, it's not scary. The creatures are super fun. I don't remember. And it's just a fun movie. It's more, more of a fantasy movie. Yeah. It's like monster Lord of the Rings ish. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I watched it. I mean, it's a creature feature, which is in the horror genre. I would say, but it's, it's a lot more lighthearted and a lot fun. Like a a guy's trying to get from point A to point B to see a girl that he's dating during a monster apocalypse. Yeah. And the monsters are very interesting because they're like supercharged. It's uh, like a family friendly movie. Yeah. Which like with some gore, there's a little bit of gore, but not, not heavy. Speaking of gore spontaneous. Oh, would be top, top, top of my list. Yeah. It's a, it's a, Comedy, coming of age (laughs) drama horror movie about a particular class spontaneously combusting. Oh, I've been meaning to watch that one. This is is a must see on Amazon. Yeah, this is a must see. Yeah, I bought this on Amazon, so you guys should be able to watch it. But it's it's definitely a must see. Um, I think that's all of the movies. Oh, there was the pool. That that was on the disappointment list. Remember yeah. the pool? Oh, that was yeah. on a lot of top ten. It really was. So you, I, I was thinking like yeah. this could be really cool. And this is a foreign movie, and it's basically it's literally about a guy getting stuck in, in a, a pool, pool with a crocodile, <laughs> and like an alligator comes an alligator, along or a yeah, crocodile yeah, comes along, and uh, it's His pregnant girlfriend and him are stuck in. The yeah, pool. it's pretty bad. It's bad. Um, one of them that's like mediocre for me is the room. I don't know if any of you guys watched the room. But it's about like this couple that goes to a house and oh, and you I could like you wish you could like wish for things in the house, but and they'll um they'll they'll appear. But, they but if they the if house. they go outside the house, they just disappear. And this lady ends up wishing for a child because they can't have a baby. Oh, you talked about it on the show. Yeah, and yeah. and and it's like a cool. It's an amazing concept. Like how creepy is that? Like you wish for a kid, and then you have to like take care of the kid and everything. But if it goes outside, it's just gone. It basically it, it ages to the point, like anything that goes outside the house, like ages to the point of it's just like disintegrates. Right. Yeah. So if the kid goes outside and he's two, he might like 
turn 15 if he stays out too long. And if he's outside too long, he'll grow into an old man and like disappear. It got really weird, incestually rapey and really? disappointing. But the concept to me is still so cool. It's, and it's a the main character says uh, his, the famous line is, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> you're tearing me apart. <laughs> Spree was also kind of on my list of like, oh, I kind oh, of almost like that. Uh, yeah, that was okay. It's kind of fun. Which one? Spree. Spree. It's about like the Uber, Uber driver, driver. Oh, who wants yeah. to get a bunch of hits. So he yeah, he's like Twitch people. streaming. Yeah. It's the guy from. That one either. It's, the guy for, it's the kid from uh, Stranger, Stranger Things, Things which yeah. is kind of. The older, one of the I older like kids. Guy. I think it would have worked better as a short film. I yeah. remember the like streaming yeah. references were like outdated by like five <laughs> years. Like, I remember I got all the streaming yeah. references. <laughs> <laughs> that's all like, the movies I have to discuss and then the next yeah. ones I were movies I wish I would have seen but I don't know if you're ready for I have I have some of those yeah His House His House that's just what is that I what you're going to say, say. Yeah. that's one of the ones I, I think I need to watch sooner than later mm-hmm. that one looks really cool it's um, it, yeah it's a couple fleeing a war torn Sudan who lost their daughter in the process they seek asylum in England and wait for det- in this de- detention facility where all this like crazy stuff starts happening um, I think a, Josh turned us onto this one. I think he might have. His house? Remember. Yeah. No? Maybe, no, maybe we just saw the preview for it and we were like, that looks really cool. Well, the next one Josh turned us on to that we didn't watch. Do you have it on your list? Hashtag alive. I don't have that on my list. Zombie movie. We watched the preview for it. It looked super cool. We just never got around to yeah. watching it. What did we watch instead? Spell. Spell. Which was oh, another 2020 oh, disappointment. Disappointment City. <laughs> the preview looks so cool. It looked so cool. But it was... You know why? You know what's funny is we watched the preview for His House and Spell like in the same day, and we yeah. were like, both those movies, let's put them on our list. And we end up... like The fact Watching that we watched Spell like, was the so disappointing. One. We watched yeah. the wrong one. Um, this one kind of looks interesting to me, and I can't... It's like one of those ones that could go either way, but have you guys heard of anything for Jackson? No. no. Oh, I think I've heard of it. So back. I think this is like it's like a and it's a it's a reverse possession story where basically like this these grandparents like lose their kid and then they like lure this couple in and use their I, baby and they're yes. trying to basically put their kid into this I other saw kid. the preview. So it's like a reverse possession and it's been on the tops of a lot of lists. Now the preview doesn't look that amazing to me. I don't know why I'm not super interested, but the fact that it's on these lists like kind of just makes me want to watch it. Yeah, one for me that I actually want to watch with Josh because Josh is into animated stuff and we've talked about how there's not enough animated horror, but there's something called Attack of the Demons, which has said that it's like a labor of love and almost like a South Park type animated thing. Now, I don't think tone wise, but I think like the animation resembles South Park. It's just like a, a lower end of animation, but Attack of the Demons looks cool. And Spudnik. I don't know why I never watched Spudnik. Sci-fi horror movie that has been on a lot of lists and yeah, yeah. it's a Russian yeah. horror movie, but there's not a lot of sci-fi horror. You know, there's Color Out of Space, yeah, which could kind of and it's such a good alien. genre. Yeah. It's such yeah. a good genre. It's like mixes two of two of my favorite things. Oh yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty, there wasn't a lot. Yeah. Um. Also, Spiral keeps coming up, and and I think why this interests me interests me is um, it's it's focused around a gay couple, and you don't get a lot of that in horror movies. And I just kind of want to, like, watch it. I wanted it. to watch this And it looks it looks quite interesting yeah. to me, and I just think that there needs to be, you know, more representation in in, in, the, in the gay, gay community, community for this for horror movies. A bigger representation, because yeah. there is a subgenre of... of um, well, a serious representation, too, you yeah. know? Like, like, like where let's, they're taking let's, themselves seriously. Yeah, like, good and... movies 
I like the couple the happens couple to be gay. Nothing about the movie like is a, right. a normal yeah. couple, right. not some goofball couple. Right. Just like, know, yeah. just like you know, female leads need to be yeah. taken more seriously. It's like the, one of those situations for me. But this this also makes the tops of a lot of lists. So I was just like interested in watching it, and I need to get around to it. It looks good. Like I watched the preview, and yeah. it looks good. Yeah. So. Anything else? That's it. Yeah, I, I think, think that's everything. That was a lot of movies. Yeah, <laughs> and that yeah, wasn't was. even <laughs> half of them. <laughs> It's true. But there's a lot of horror stuff. Well, this about. I think this year, hopefully we get back to the theaters. We, I think that yeah. encourages us to see more of these movies. Well, and I wonder if more horror will start coming out just because of the pandemic and people's like yeah. minds are darker right now. <laughs> Should we rate the year 2020 uh, as a whole? For horror, For like horror, horror movies? Yeah. Pretty good, I would say. There was a one point where we had watched like two or three in a row that I was like, oh my gosh, They're it feels like good. horror is back. I'd say seven out of ten for me this year. Yeah, seven. Good. It's good seven. Yeah, I give it. I'd give it a seven. There's been some, some of the ones I mentioned like earlier in the podcast are some of my favorite horror movies now. I yeah, th- I think if um, some of the movies that were supposed to come out did like Candyman and stuff like that, oh, like yeah, my rating and Halloween, my rating would have been like much higher. My rating is like eight point five. Yeah, because of like my top three basically, like yeah. Come to Daddy, Mortuary so, yeah. Collection. Uh, the Wolf I mean, of Snow Hollow. I mean, like movies that are going to make a lasting impact in the horror community for a long time. Yeah, this yeah, year. yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, if Jordan Peele would have been in the mix this year, mm. I think it would have been a lot higher, close to ten. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that will do it for us. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, we will be back in a couple of weeks. Bub Club is a production of Pod Cauldron. Check out some other great podcasts, including Rabble, 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 Comedic Look at Current Events, Cards and Cubes, show about board games you didn't grow up playing, and a new edition, Steady Diet of Music, a bi-weekly fix of opinions by musicians. Thanks for listening.